0: How you taste it, everybody. Give me a second. Salutations, team. -hmm. Salutations, people. We got, uh, who is this? This is some sweet, sweet music. This is uh, Heartfelt by Fate bringing us in. It is beautiful. I definitely appreciate it. I might use it for the intro for this week's episode. Salutations, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for tuning in to this edition of Factions of Freedom. It is Tuesday, which means it's Instagram Crew Day, and we are actually banned again. Uh, from operating on our primary page. So we are on our podcast page. I really like this song. Sorry. Some songs you kind of get sucked into. You know, uh, man, I, I'm a lie of you guys. My, like, uh, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's like, uh, because I'm talking about, you know like my future, right? Let me see if I fix this over here I don't know if this because I'm talking about my future a whole bunch and I'm doing all kinds of stuff but my like radar as far as like being fatherly and manly and testosterone driven is just like on it's on point on some other stuff I'm just like so territorial and so defensive and protective of stuff man it's uh, it's weird because I'm not this type of person and um, just to have all this stuff go down is kind of crazy so. Salutations my friends and thank you for tuning into this edition of Actions of Freedom. It is Tuesday which means it's Instagram crew day. Uh, Let me go ahead and fly through the topics and then I'll go through the updates and kind of cue you guys in as to where my head is at and what's all going on. I want to kind of pick up from where we left off last week talking about essentially what I call the evil directives Uh, where we talk about lockdowns, riots, uh, harvesting negative energy sacrifices for the new world order, uh, things such as the opioid epidemic, drug overdoses, suicides, the mental health epidemic and more. Uh, And This is going to be like a very very not necessarily heady uh, Instagram live but it's going to be like a psycho-spiritual focused episode uh, to kind of really get people's to just Let you guys kind of know where my head is at. It won't be deeply political, you know, where we're talking about uh, COVID-19 and the election meddling and election fraud and uh, potential riots and other destabilizing events, Uh, but there will be mentions of that. We'll also talk about the lack of authentic masculinity, creating a vacuum for toxic masculinity, uh, answering some of people's questions, like how can we prepare, where will we be safe? I'll be reading some people's responses because we asked that just the other day. Uh, where would you go if you try to expatriate? We've got a lot of people renouncing their uh, American citizenship at alarming rates, so we'll get into that. And uh, we'll try to, again, just talk about the censorship. You know, clearly we're over here on our podcast page. They censored the last two podcast episodes on YouTube. Uh, so, again, just talking about how to operate and grow during these censored times. So, let me go ahead and get into the updates. Oh, uh, I want to say thank you guys first and foremost, um, to be honest, I kind of prefer smaller crowds, smaller audiences. I feel like there's less, there's less chatter and chaos and there's more focus. Uh, and for the people that actually follow the podcast page, I actually appreciate that a lot more than people that just follow the Freedom Faction page and tune in. Uh, so for our, again, authentic listeners who are joining our podcast page and then joining the Instagram live and tuning in, I really do appreciate you guys. Uh, and I'm sure that our other audiences appreciate the relationship that we that that, uh, that we have as well. Uh, so I wanna say thank you guys for that. If you guys wanna support this operation, you appreciate what we're doing. Uh, I'll talk about the web app and stuff like that here shortly. Uh, but if you guys wanna support this operation, think about becoming a Patreon exclusive member, patreon.com forward slash freedom faction. It's pinned right there at the top of, at the, top of the chat, patreon.com forward slash freedom faction. Uh, we have a exclusive members meeting this friday um and i don't think i'm doing any protests or anything crazy so i think it might be at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock mount standard time Um, and when you guys join exclusive members it's kind of like this but we have meetings where we have real conversations behind the scenes stuff you guys get to get a little bit more insight about your host and who i am and what's all going on Uh, and it's really nice man because we have broad-ranging discussions from looking at the scripture in the bible to talking about ways to prepare in your own personal life uh to even looking at potential jobs and and career moves to look into uh if there's a, a depression you know or a recession i was talking about that with one of my exclusive members that i want to come up with a list of jobs and potential new jobs that are going to be created because of all the economic disruption and everything else we're facing Uh, So yeah, if you guys join exclusive members, you get access to what we're doing here and more. Uh, You heard me mention it briefly, the web app we were supposed to be releasing this week. Stuff happened last week to where I didn't really get time to launch it properly. I think if not next week, we'll we'll launch again the the week after next. That plays a huge part in what we're going to talk about later on with censorship and uh, moving people away from these censored platforms. Um, And finally, And, uh, I didn't pull up a whole bunch of different, uh, I don't, I don't have a whole bunch of different, uh, be right back. I didn't pull up a whole bunch of different storable goods or anything like that. Submix, Tell them. Join exclusive members. I didn't pull up a whole bunch of different uh, storable goods or anything packageable like that. But let me just fly through a couple of reasons that I wrote down for people like yourself to go ahead and get storable goods from power outages uh, to food shortages, uh, from rationing, food banks being overrun, manufactured race riots, skyrocketing unemployment, um, as well as the evictions that are coming, currency manipulation, inflation. Uh, mass migration that's going to come as well because again we've talked about that when the first world stops working the third world kind of collapses these people are going to migrate here you got to think about that as well Uh, supply line chains disruptions people not going to work food processing plants being shut down and so on and so forth if you don't have storable goods or if you're not taking the time to prepare you're kind of foolish there's really nothing else for me to say i wish i could Uh, package it a little bit different but if you're not taking the time to look at what's going on and hear what we're saying and put stuff together and say you know what I need to be prepared there's not much else we can do for you Um, last week I kind of freaked out on the audience and it it wasn't necessarily the audience I think I was freaking out on like this uh, this spirit that we have to not prepare when we see all this stuff going down and we just don't know what to do and so whenever I was talking to the audience I said you know you need to understand that the economy we have right now is not going to be the economy we have next year. When I'm telling you to get food at today's rates with today's tastes. I was reading something the other day before I went to the gym that talked about how within the past month, the Federal Reserve has printed the amount of money, has, has printed more money in the, in the past two centuries. Not decades, centuries. And so I'm thinking, good Lord, it makes sense when you have, you know, record trillion stimulus checks or stimulus packages, you know, all these different CARES acts, all these different bills and everything else going on. It would make sense because I don't know where this money's coming from. And eventually the jig is going to be up. And so when that bubble pops, if you don't have something to kind of help you ride yourself out through this, through the situation, you're going to be going to those food lines or hoping to God that somebody's got some food for you. And I don't want to, I Charity cases are a real thing. Go ahead and get storeable foods. We have a supplier. They opened up two new factories during the slow COVID nineteen nonsense. They didn't shut down. They understand. They've got a twenty-five year shelf life. Get prepared. That's all I'm saying. Uh, if, if not, I, I can't. I can't say anything else. Uh, we're putting together this information, trying to find solutions and things. If you guys want to, if you want to get hicked up, that's your problem. So I got two more things here, and then I'll start getting into the topics with you guys. Uh, and we will be doing a second segment where you guys join us where we go over questions where we talk about things but before we do all that I want to briefly talk to you guys about my experience oh shit this is in I'm so focused on just getting this stuff out I didn't even realize I had this in the whole time clearly I'm still coming back from the hike that'll play a huge part in what I was into what I'm talking about um, But this past weekend, I went to church, finally. Um, One of my girlfriend's patients invited her and we decided to go. And so when I went to church, I was like, okay, I'm going, I'm, I'm basically going to see what somebody in the church, in the religious community, what they're saying with all the stuff that's going on. And if I have to wear the mask, I'm out. You know, I'm not going to sit there and try to sing and, you know, praise with a mask on my face. I'm not doing it. So I go to church, get all done up, go to church and, you know, I have to wear a mask walking in because we're all doing our chicken dance collectively. And, you know, and then when I get to the door, I won't say which church it is because I don't want them to read it out. You know, I say, hey, keep it a thousand with me. Do I have to wear this? Yes. The person says, you know, in a roundabout way. No, not really. We just kind of do it to keep up appearances. So then I go and take my chair. I sit down. Uh, we meet up with the girlfriend's patient. You know, we say our hellos. Turns out their family actually owns the church. Um, and so then you know they're they're doing their Christian their Christian rock or their Christian metal or their Christian music, and it's very nice, dude. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Caught myself like uh, singing some of it. They had their intro their intro music and everything it was nice. And so then, the preacher comes on on the stage, and you know, he starts talking about uh, the new facility that they have. You know how they're so grateful to have everybody, everybody back because of COVID. You know they weren't going to have digital worship services. That's deception. I like them saying that because it's true. And then he caught me off guard, like he threw me for a loop. He brought out his wife, and his wife started preaching. I was like, all right, so that's different. I thought we were going to listen to the old boy over here. He brought out his wife. Okay. okay that's uh that's that's new and so mind you we we're all just sitting there and then out of nowhere you know she starts she really starts speaking truth I have some of the points that we were talking about there studying the parables and uh the parables of Jesus Christ and all the other things like that you know the different types of soil and conditions of the heart it was really really impactful and so I think what I'm trying to tell you guys is I came in there with my arrogance and I left with clarity And so when I'm listening to the lady pastor or the lady preacher preach, you know, she's breaking down scripture. She's got me over there cutting up, laughing, talking about the switch between the Old Testament and the New Testament, how there's a new way to worship God. You don't need to sacrifice anything. You don't need to kill anything. You don't go out there and go do all this crazy stuff. There's a different way to show glory. And it was really cool. She said, put the accountability on them. Put the accountability on the individual. Have that recognition of one's own sin. Have recognitions of one's own inability. And it, man, I'm telling you, like, I, I, it was it was really powerful because she was making jokes about the mask mandate, saying if you report me to the governor, I'm just going to deny it, you know, and I'm just going to say that I recommended that you actually had it on, you know. And that's the problem with with people today, unfortunately, is that they've given over to a spirit of delusion. And I'm like, go ahead, pray, sister, tell them. Tell these deceit, tell it, tell these delusional people that by listening to this deceit, this, this deceitful government. And she talks about that as well, unlawful orders, and how people have been given over to her spirit of delusion because they don't understand how they've been enticed by these sweet lies. And to be honest, I thought I was going to go to sleep listening to it, but my skin didn't crawl, my eyes weren't heavy. Everything she was saying had my spirit on fire because it's the truth. And so. I left church generally feeling more empowered. And <laughs> yeah, precisely, Miggs. She was talking about snitch culture. She's like, don't do that. And so before I switch up to talking about what happened when I went to the gym, a, a, a more physical, carnal, social, uh, 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 psychological environment. I'll, I'll talk about that here shortly. It's much different. But versus being at the church, which was something more spiritual where people understood it. Somebody came up and tried to shake my hand. I got confused. And I don't know if it's because I've been out here where I'm at and people are people. I didn't like almost square up with you, but I got caught off guard. And I don't know if this is because of how defensive I am or the times But they began to introduce themselves to me. And so we began to have fellowship over scripture. And here I am thinking I'm a crazy person trying to have logic, trying to have common sense in a time where people have been giving over to a spirit of delusion. Now, that was Sunday. I was all fired up. I was like, "Hey, yeah, heck, yeah, maybe people are waking up from this 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 uh this mask Nazi, not lunacy. I decided to go to the gym, you know, I'm emboldened. I decided to go to the gym, and you know, I hadn't been there, they remember for almost two months, and I go to the gym It's Monday now, I go to the gym, I walk up to um the receptionist. My old girl, Allie, she's sweetheart, right? Um, I'm like, Allie, give me the skinny. What do I have to do? Do I have to wear this? It's a bunch of bull crap, you know it. She's like, hi, EJ how are you? I'm like, I'm good, how have you been? She's like, are you coming to work out? I'm like, yeah, I'm coming to see like, what's up? She's like, oh yeah, you still have to wear the mask. And I'm like, well, that's a bunch of bull. And I, I, you know, I'm just talking with her for a bit because I'm, I'm not trying to bring this political nonsense to her. I'm trying to just, you know, figure out my wiggle room. While communicating with this receptionist, this new cat tries to wiggle his way in. I got no idea who this kid is. I look at him with disrespect, no respect. And then I go back to having my conversation with, with Allie. It's only after two times of this kid trying to basically say, hey, bro, you got to wear the mask. I look at his name task and say, who the fuck are you? Emmy? Sounds like a female's name. Nice to meet you. And then I go back to talking with Allie. She's like, Itche, calm down. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm just trying to figure out if I can come work out. She says, try it for a day. Just put the mask on, just try it for a day. You'll be okay. I don't want to get her in trouble. So I put the mask on. She tells me that one of my old workout buddies is there He's this old low, cholo homie, um, and so I go work out with him. I pulled the goddamn mask down as soon as I get up over to talk to homie, and I'm just like, hey man, what do you think about this mask nonsense? Homie's over there just like on the bench, talking talking about how ain't nobody say nothing to him. And that's what I like to hear. And so I didn't work out as what, what this eventually, comes down to, I think I have like maybe 30 or 40 minutes of just like on the bench. But I'm fast forwarding a little bit to where now there's just a collection of men all, all around like the bench press, all around like the upper body workout area, all talk about how this is a bunch of bull crap, the masks nonsense, you know, the, the Democrats are destroying the city, like it was crazy. I, mind you, I hadn't seen these men for two weeks or t- for two months. They're talking, hey, where you been big country? Looking a little, a little chunky these days. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna do the chicken dance. But we get there to the gym, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working out with the men. We all start talking and there's gotta be at least like 10 men there. And we're all got our masks down, talking, hugging, shaking hands, engaging in normal human activity. And they decide to send over little Emmy. And I'm like, oh, that's cute. And so there's, 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 a, there's a bunch of nonsense going on. We got ratted on by somebody in the actual gym saying, hey, these guys aren't wearing their mask, how dare they? And the gym was so cool, they were excited to see me that by the time I got done leaving and all of us dispersing, somebody from the gym came and found me and said, hey, EJ, that guy over there is the one that went and snitched on you. So I decided to migrate myself over to where he's at. I sit there and I make myself like available for conversation. And I you know, kind of just jump at him, not, not come at him, but you know, begin to have conversation. And I think the lesson lesson I want to get across to you guys here with this, because I had a great relationship with this man prior to me leaving, is you have to be very careful of people who say they're your friends, but will burn you at any chance they get. Now, (laughs) this individual that snitched on me, I considered him a friend prior to. He was like a 70-year-old gentleman, man. We sat up over here, talked scripture, talked about these protests, and talked about all this stuff. But because, and this is the important part, because he was looking out for himself. He thought it was better to rat out everybody else. He thought it was better to say, I don't want them to take, I don't want them to uh, close this gym down. I'm trying to take care of myself. You guys aren't by, by the rules. But he didn't say this to me. He went and snitched on us. And somebody else came and told me, hey, this is the guy that said that. You guys are fine. We just have to do it because he went and made the complaint. And so here I am trying to work out being surrounded by snitches, uh, children as well, who were, who were also being sent up telling us, hey, you gotta put your mask on. We don't know these kids. you all know us. This is the whole community here. We've been working out together for two years. Who the fuck are you? You need to leave, son. You need to leave. And that's bad because this isn't a, this, this isn't a it's not a governmental thing. It's a social thing. You get me? And so that's why it was very, very disturbing to see, man, uh, having children come up and try to enforce these edicts. Children who, who, like I guess again, I got confused because wasn't the customer always right? Seems like now it's the corporations that are right. Seems like it's no longer the dollar or the, 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 the purchaser having the power. We have to bark, Ooh, they bark and we say, yes, sir, give, give me more. And so the the, the guy that snitched me out, you know, he's like, oh, man, are you going to be here tomorrow acting like he's my friend? It's my leg day. It's my cardio day. Did you want to run together? I was like, no, you son of a bitch. I don't think I'll see you tomorrow. He's like, what? But you're wearing your mask now. You you, You were wearing a mask before you left a couple months ago. I was like, no, you're not. You're a liar. And I felt bad when I called him a liar because this man's 70 years old. But my instincts just caught me. I was like, you're a goddamn liar. And I caught myself saying, wow, you're a liar. I felt bad because this man's trying to play me <laughs> and act like I'm a fool. And that's what I think I'm trying to tell you guys. You need to watch out for people that play that you're, you, act like they're your friends, but will burn you at any chance they get. Burn you at any chance they get. And so I told Omi I told old Gino, I was like, you know what, man, I'm sorry that uh, you feel that way. He's like, oh, I don't know where you've been for the past two months. You might be out there partying and..." Hanging out with your friends, as like I told you, where I've been, in the mountains, in the rivers, working out in the valleys, getting healthy. You're looking out for yourself. You're a goddamn liar, and I felt bad saying this to him because he's an old, he's an old cop man, old special forces cop man. And I felt bad yelling at him, calling him a liar, but because these people want to look out for themselves, and it happened just like that, I got considered a bad guy. So, I think what I'm trying to say is, I'm sorry I I broke my promise to you guys, I went back to the gym uh, and when I went back, all I was confronted with were more reasons as to why I need to stay on the path that I'm on. And more people are going to be experiencing this type of uh, contention, this type of struggle in everyday parts of their lives because of this social hysteria. Uh, one of the gentlemen I was talking with at the gym—I should just say this—and then start getting into stuff, dude. One of the gentlemen I was talking with at the gym—he's like a seven-year-old man, bro, uh, old hippie man. You know, he probably dropped acid a few times, um, and he's telling me—and you see, you see his eyes not tear up, but you see some—you see a glaze get over. He's telling me that his neighbors shouting at him from across the street. Saying, I don't know how you old people can think like that. Because he's not wearing a mask, right? He's got this like 30, 40 year old guy, his neighbor, yelling at him. Saying, I don't know how you old people can think like that. Berating him, shouting obscenities, you know, trying to just tear him down. And here I am thinking, hearing this old man talking about just wanting to be left alone, working in his own, you know, yard, doing his own thing, having to be yelled at. And I'm thinking, my God, you shouldn't have to deal with this. You're literally just in your own yard and people are trying to attack you. Has the social contract been broken? Who kicked this man's ass? Who is this man's father? Who allows for people to do this? And I think that's where we got to start switching up the topics. What, what happened to where now people think it's appropriate to get involved in other people's business like this? What happened to privacy? What happened to my body, my rights, right? What happened with this? And it happened just so fast. That people just became, like, enveloped by this 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 hysteria. Engulfed by delusions. Emboldened by lies. That's the crazy part. Because, again, you have, unfortunately, uh, no name, no life, uh, faux elitist, petty authoritarians getting in your life because they ain't got nothing else to do. Nothing else to do. I was having this debate earlier today, bro. Somebody's asking me, you know, because i'm experiencing some feedback from local stuff and they were like well what is this act- what is this type of activism doing why wh- why are you doing this type of stuff people don't understand that we are experiencing such overt chaos that we have been put into a defense position that we're having to fight back as a res- as a necessary like resistance is like existence you have to stay online to stay alive and to fight this the minute you get offline They'll come after you. You see these protests. You see these riots. You see this destabilization. You see a weaponized populace of people who are being organized. It's very dangerous. So I think just let me go ahead and start getting into the topics, and we will <laughs> we'll try to go from there because it is just very crazy seeing this. Um, it's just very very crazy. You know, it just truly is. Uh, The the easiest thing to say is, it's going to get to a point where people have to, as Chrissy Grateful says, locally support yourself. This is going to come down to whatever's going on out out there in your front door. Um, And stuff's crazy now. Stuff is truly crazy now. And uh, it is a blessing that we are here in this capacity. So I thank the Lord every day. Uh, And with that being said, let's start the show. So last week I left off talking about all kinds of stuff, as I typically do, because there's never enough time in the day. Um, But last week we left off talking about the weaponization of technology. What are we uploading beyond mind control? (laughs) Psychological warfare operations and so much more. Basically everything we just went over. No Manos, I'm not from Colorado. We're from New Mexico. Um, But this time we're going to be talking about the evil directives. You know, the lockdowns, the riots, the harvesting and the manipulation of negative energy and how some of these Some of these deaths are sacrifices so that the New World Order can come into play. You know, I stopped doing timers on my phone because some of them were accurate from the releasing of the second wave to the food distribution line being cut up to the riots that are taking place. I stopped doing the timers because some of them were crazy. Where we're at right now is, what, like 90 days? They're almost like three, 90, 90, 70, 80, or 90 days of protests with rioting. Let's go ahead and call it what it is. It's past looting, right? Out there in California, you have firefighters that are trying to fight this historic fight, this, this this historic fire. And you've got thieves waiting for, for people to put their loadout gear down so they can get their shit stolen. You got, you got thieves out there, man. You got criminals. You got thugs. Sounds, sounds bad, but it's the truth. It's turning into Gotham out there. You got a lot of people joining up with the jokers, bro. And that's why stuff doesn't make sense is because we're trying to maintain a sense of normalcy, order, logic, critical thinking, and everything is being thrown up out the window. So when I say harvesting of the negative energy, you've got to understand that these lockdowns aren't good, that these riots aren't good, that when I told you like three weeks ago that our minds are becoming so Three or four weeks or so ago, that our minds are becoming so conditioned to accept the lawlessness and the chaos that we're borderline forgetting what it means to be righteous, wholesome, decent, you know, upright, upstanding, like <laughs> a contributing member of society. We're begin, we're, be, we're beginning to become so conditioned to lawlessness and overt chaos that we're submitting and we're not fighting back. That we don't know what to do. We've been effectively disenfranchised from our power, and so. I'm kind of skipping forward a little bit, but that's where that vacuum comes in. That's where the true patriarchal masculinity gets taken out and where toxic, destructive masculinity gets put in. You know, whenever all these lockdowns started happening, we were hearing some interesting statistics come out. I want to speak on the opioid epidemic. The fact that a lot of our pharmaceuticals and our psychotropic drugs come from China, right? And fast forward to where we're at now. We're a couple. We're, we're over 150 days in the COVID nonsense, man. One of the questions we had, one of the questions we got asked here, uh, is what are people dying of? If COVID isn't dangerous, they're dying of neglect. They're dying of mistreatment. They're dying of withdrawal. They're dying because they're not getting their drugs. People aren't aren't having their their appropriate treatments. Cancer cancer patients aren't able to have their their treatments. People are dying. So again, look at the harvesting of that negative energy. Drug overdoses for the people that do have it. Dosing up. We talked about that just the other week. Uh, People who, uh, just the other week, a couple months ago, how there were a year's worth of suicides in in, in four weeks. Overdoses. Uh, Sounds bad, but I saw an article from Raw Story just just before coming on here where it said, we're we're in Texas, I guess, people are drinking bleach uh, to fight coronavirus. And so what is going on here? This is what I mean by these evil directives. Who is telling people to go out here and shame your fellow person, shame your, shame anyone that doesn't think like you, get in their business, get in their face, tell them to do these things? Who told these people to break the social contract? Who told these people to sit inside your house, wait, don't get sunlight, deny yourself common sense, just, just wait and die? Who's telling these people to, 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 to drink bleach, my God? You, who is coming up with these evil directives? so that ties into the mental health epidemic whoop, whoop. That ties into the mental health epidemic that's gonna come up From all this, man You know, when I got home from church I felt so like content Because I went and chilled with my chickens I was feeding with them, I was pulling out my weed, man I was chilling with my chickens and it just felt good, it felt right and after I got done chilling my chickens, I went and worked in my garden a little bit. And it just felt so right. And I was like, good Lord, why are people so fucked up? Why are we like this? Like, why why is this like some monumental thing to engage in just like normal human behavior? People aren't well. People weren't well going into this. People weren't well going into this. And they're not going to be well coming out, you know. Uh, the mental health epidemic that is bubbling right now uh, is very dangerous to say the least and so uh, this kind of ties into what we were talking about in the previous uh, Instagram live with you guys the weaponization of technology uh, knowing your rights healing and restoration and why people are just not well period dude you 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 I think a better way for me to go about this is talking is using that, that example of talking about communism and fascism and socialism and capitalism. And yes, capitalism has its its problems, but I don't see communists engaging in any type of charity. There's no money or no largesse or no abundance uh, for them to do so. It's strictly (laughs) minimalism. And so, talking about the mental health epidemic, using these type of political structures, I think what I'm trying to talk about is people not not admitting that their condition can be better and then seeking to uplift the standards for everyone else does that make sense it's like some of these mental health diseases are very very selfish because it's all about me 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 oh you know i'm uh, oh it's all about me it's all about the individual oh shucks i'm not well oh i'm not happy oh i'm so nervous oh i'm so scared it's always about me 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 when do you see people show up for somebody else? When do you see people get up over themselves for somebody else? And I don't mean like, oh, fake caring. I mean, you know, taking your shirt off and helping that old lady, you know, face her tire. I mean like helping the neighbor across the street get his network set up because he can't figure out technology. They're, they're addicted to phones. They don't know anything about computers. Or taking out that kid down the street, you know, who, who, who lost like his mom. And so he, he doesn't—he doesn't have like a proper father figure. Like, what was the last time somebody did this? And I feel like because people have this like this 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 this, this weird approach towards doing shit, they gotta put it on social media. It's not real. So I'm, I'm I'm definitely deviating from what I'm trying to say. But the mental health epidemic that is gonna arise post lockdown. From all this COVID-19 nonsense, is going to be crazy. And to fast forward to my ultimate point, you already see them talking about psychotropic drugs. You already talked You already see them talking about uh, what is it? Pacifying the population. I put it. I put it up the other day. Uh, making, yeah. Medical experts want psychoactive drugs in the water supply to make coronavirus deniers more. Com- uh, uh, more cooperative morality pills <laughs> it's like what it's like what so on top of them putting fluoride in the water on top of them putting atrazine in the water on top of them like literally uh, uh, chemically nerfing us and turning us into dope tards, they're literally talking about making this more cooperative because of coronavirus so they're already so what I'm saying is that the psychotropic drugs that they're going to introduce is gonna make people further dissociate and be even more compliant with what's going on, right? Isn't that what they want? Just put the mask on, it's only 15 days. It's very interesting how we went from 15 days to house arrest to now we're being told that the military is lined up to give you vaccines. It's very interesting how this escalation happened in such a short amount of time. I think everybody that has to wear the mask thinks that it's a little bit too late, a, dollar, a day late and a dollar short. But again, because of this chaos, everybody being scattered not thinking for themselves not practicing critical thinking discernment filtering researching properly being informed on things not getting caught up in the hype you have people losing their minds you have them engaging in the social hysteria a lot of this because what i'm trying to talk about next is this new religion force slash cult that's unfolding right now the anti-human mind and transhumanism you know a lot of what's happening right now is the is the result of multiple generations going down with social challenges. Like, I posted a a meme on my personal Instagram of, uh, you guys remember that Snapchat filter all the chicks were doing? Where they put their mask on, right? And everybody thought it was cute because they had like little mask Snapchat filters. So it was like, yay, cool. Look at me, I'm a Raver chick and I got my mask on. I put that on my personal Instagram. Nobody says anything because people hate to admit that they were programmed. But that's what's happening right now this is what's going on we are a generation of people who have been effectively indoctrinated <laughs> anyway ambiguous cult that we don't know following social trends that don't really show us any benefit we don't work we don't do anything you've got a lot of people rushing to become influencers and personalities on the internet uh, engaging in these social trends this is why kids will think hey man how many views can i get for shouting down other people for not having their mask it's it's like what what's happening right now is very sophisticated, uh, on so many levels. And so I wanted to talk about you know switching in from psychotropic drugs into psychedelics, but I don't think I'll do that. I think uh, what I will do is begin to talk about um, again this this new religion and this cult that's unfolding. And I think a better way to come at this is to come from a rear guard angle. And mention that the climate change activists are aware of what the lockdowns are doing and they are waiting in the winds for their opportunity to come out and say that this is an ordained new way of life, we need to embrace the new normal, that we cannot go back to the new to the old way, that we have to move forward. We have to have a sustainable development path. Does that make sense? That This new religion that's building right now, wear your mask, be obedient, follow the science, don't think for yourself, go along, shut up, put your mask on, put the gloves on, be obedient. That's a part of the new normal. When you are being told that your opinion no longer matters, that if anything you're actually crazy for thinking for yourself, that you're selfish for having a free and individual thought, you're in a cult. Right? Isn't this what happens like whenever people leave cults? They like wake up, they're like, holy crap, this guy's brainwashing me, I want to leave. They're like, whoa, 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 easy there, easy there, what are you doing? Drink the Kool-Aid. What are you doing? Drink your, drink your Kool-Aid. What are you doing thinking for yourself? Wow, you're, you're kind of silly. So, so they begin to think that the person thinking for themselves actually waking up to the brainwashing that's taking place, they're strange. And that's where we are right now the people employing common sense not going along with the hysteria who have a track record of tracking this down and thinking for themselves and seeing how we should have had masks back in december if we care about anything they don't want to hear that that's too much logic that's too much critical thinking the tv didn't tell me to say that the tv didn't tell me to feel that you see so you see this religion of ignorance this religion that that, that that thrives off of ignorance. <sighs> Very interesting stuff yeah, in the chat. Uh, bro, get this chip. And you won't even have to think. Yeah, bro, it's so dope. Yeah, dude, you, you know, dupe knows. It's, you don't need to think. Follow the virtue signaling leader. It's what's happening. Literally the blind leading the blind. Yeah. Yeah. The Pied Piper. Uh, and 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 what's so crazy getting back to some of the notes that i took whenever i was at church because you guys know me i'm a note taker i'm an active listener you know one of one of the things that the preacher was talking about when when it came to the devil was that his only tool is deception he's a master deceiver And when you have so many people being given over to the spirit of delusion, embracing these lies, right? Having fear of the truth. Ah, I don't want to think, ah, oh, fact, was it fact checked? Can you, (laughs) can you learn it for me? My brain is afraid to do the computations. Oh, (laughs) whenever you have people that have been given over to this spirit of delusion and refuse to think for themselves, that's very dangerous because again, that's 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 ignorance, that's the blind leading the blind. And that's where we are right now, where where, where truth, information, knowledge, wisdom, facts, research information, where that's being shunned. Where, where we're having doctors censored off of the internet. Where, where they can't even talk about how, yeah, I treated my patients with this, this many people recovered, oh, censored, can't hear it anymore. Where you're, where you're hearing information come out about the, the NIH having ties to at least several different men, vaccine manufacturing companies, and you can't hear that information. Doctors being shut down because vitamin C C is bad. <laughs> what? Vitamin C infusions infusions are bad. Vitamin D is bad. This is very dangerous. To touch again on this new religion force slash cult that's forming, you know. <laughs> I guess because I've had so many shows with Charles Casson of Truth is Terrorism where we've really drilled down into veganism and so much more. I can't help but think of how this is something similar. Where we've talked about how even as vegans are being hardcore devotees to the vegan movement, their bodies are literally breaking down from from malnourishment, uh, decalcification, all kinds of stuff. They're still committed to the movement. They're literal walking skeletons, but because they're committed to being vegans, Uh, Not helping, not not hurting animals, right? Not eating animal products. Their bodies are withering and deteriorating in front of them. But they're committed to the mission, to the idea. And I can't help but think of how this is a part of that. Where we are being told, don't listen to your eyes. Your eyes are deceiving you. What you're hearing are lies too. If anything, you shouldn't think. You should just go along. Uh, Ask that person next to you what they think. And if it sounds right, maybe go with it. If not, you're all right. This is a very dangerous place to be. It's the blind leading the blind. It's ignorance being the topic of the day. Earlier, I'll say this and I'll start moving on. Uh, somebody's giving me a call. Um, on last week's episode, I talked about decadence. And I talked about how decadence thrives in boredom. How destroying yourself leads, how, how how boredom, that's why they say idle hands are the devil's playthings. How sitting around waiting for somebody else to give you your destiny, give you your purpose, give you your future, give you your power, how that leads towards decadence, man. And how we've gotten enticed with all these lies thinking that everything's okay if we just stay passive, if we just don't think, if we just go along to get along. This is a part of the problem. They have effectively destroyed people's spirit, and they're afraid to turn them on. They're afraid to get on fire for anything. Um, And I can't blame them. When you see so much overt evil, people think, shucks, there's no way that I can fight this. That's right. There's no way that you can individually fight this as a person, but as as a collective, as an idea, as a force, you can fight it. That's what, that's what people need to understand. You can find it, but because we don't have that, that 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 fighter spirit, we become submissive. We ask for handouts now, right? Isn't that the whole thing? Free college, free education, free housing. Now we want free fucking money. Think, think of this mindset, who can give you your greatness? No one, but this is that religion that's forming where we sit back, where we wait, where we become cucked. You know, <laughs> I look again at what's going on in the Bible and Christianity my friends and you know what's so low and so OG about it I think about the Jesus fish because they understand that people are volatile towards peace-seeking people who actually want to be intellectual and think about this stuff and have like a deeper connection with God you just draw like a little little line right there and then somebody that's like yeah no, I know what you're about I too I'm about like understanding Christ and getting deeper with God I'll draw the other side of the fish the Jesus fish, bomb right there. I think that is so key. Christians were the original people over here trying to hide people, being rebels, passing scripture, passing knowledge, making sure people understood what was going on, exposing government. But nowadays you got nerfed, pussified and cut Christians who don't think about this stuff, who don't think about carrying that light. And so now you got this new religion taken over where it's cool to be a scumbag, where it's cool to be a dirtbag, where it's cool to not be a contributing person. Where it's cool to not do anything. One of the I had that like last week. I had that uh, that interview with uh, my with, with my local reporter, right? She came back this week firing at us, saying that uh, witches, warlocks, and trannies are dedicated hate or, or designated as hate speech. And so my thought process is: so you're agreeing that there are witches and warlocks, and that occultists are now a protected class of people who are, un- uh, who are immune to criticism. Is this what you're saying? And so by identifying that these people are indeed practicing these dark works, trying to hex me and send me evil, wicked shit, I'm the bad person for calling them out. This is the inversion that we're living under, you get me? This is what I'm saying by this new religion that's taken over. When I've been talking about for, for, for too many years, unfortunately, the rise of Satanism and occultism and Luciferianism, and it's here now. You don't even have to, I don't even have to put together a presentation for you. It's here now. You can feel it. You can see it. People are tied into it. I don't need to sit up over here and talk about new age deceptions. You can feel it. So let me, because this ties into the next topic. I'm not sure how much time we have. This ties into the next topic. Somebody said, you know, what happens whenever we begin to voluntarily let go of the fundamental Christian principles of America? I said bro, we're removing we're, we're removing that hedge of protection. We're letting evil flourish and fester. That's exactly where it's at. The reason why you guys feel that sense of urgency in me is because I'm a very chill person. I try to, I really try to explain these things as nice as I can. I try to be very understanding because I understand it overwhelms people and I try to not not overwhelm them but this sense of urgency that you're feeling come from me is because we need to wake up flat out you have people over here giving over to a spirit of illusion acting like it's fine to get up in other people's faces and i and i think this is where i'm having the the hardest time because this this spirit in me is working and you i think a lot of people can feel it and we're having to keep it caged here let me let me go ahead and let me let me put a pause right there and then use like a a church analogy what what the pastor said she said you know you know it's easy to stay in bed you know it's it's easy uh it's easy to be lazy it's easy to not show up it's easy to skip class right i say yup sorry team i was feeling lazy after the workout I didn't want to come talk to you guys about this stuff, no matter how much it felt, no matter how bad I it felt. Oh, it's easy uh, to, to to it's easy to ask for your handout. It's easy to wait. It's easy to sit down. It's easy to lay down. It is hard to have discipline. It's hard to restrain to restrain some of these urges to keep the flesh in check to not be slave to your emotions. It's easy to start shouting at people how stupid they are. It's easy to do that. But it's harder to present information in a simple, simple, cohesive, and coherent way to help win them over. It's harder to do that because you have to present information, but it's easy to let yourself go. It's easy to be a fool. It's easy to be a gosh darn degenerate. And that's where we are right now. We have people who think it's okay to engage in degenerative behavior. If I would have taken the time to go through these topics appropriately, I would have talked about the lack of authentic masculinity creating this vacuum for toxic masculinity. A lot of these people act this way because they were not, uh, I, don't, I don't wanna say beat as a child, but they were not instilled with the values uh, that uplift not only themselves, but their community and thus the future. I shouldn't sit up over here and try to talk about, oh, decency, righteousness, wholesomeness, having a family. I sh- again, reference to Charles Casson. I shouldn't be saying, hey man, we should have a family rights movement to protect family rights because you have people trying to destroy the nuclear family. Yet here we are, yet here we are. And now I'm in a precarious position where I can't even talk about Black Lives Matter trying to destroy the nuclear family because I'll be considered a race traitor (laughs) for exposing the truth. So do you see what I'm saying? Do you see how sophisticated a lot of this stuff is? And do you see how at a certain level we have to let this destruction destroy itself? and why we have to kind of get off that train. Yeah, we'll be hurt. Yeah, we'll have a few cuts and a few bruises, but at the end of the day, we won't be where that train goes. That train will burn, it'll crash, it'll reach its destination foretell, and we'll just have to pray for those souls and hope that they get cleared. You get what I'm saying? Voluntarily letting go of the foundational Christian principles of America. Somebody wanted me to say how to get people off of their keisters fighting against uh, fighting against tyranny and, and these control freaks who want to imprison us. You know, it's a very, this is somewhat of what I'm talking about. The protests are being hijacked by extremists uh, and agents of destabilization. The protests, to some degree, are traps. We've got to do different. We've got to do better. Like that viral video that, went, do I have it? I don't think I have it. Like that viral video of that veteran and business owner from California who said, listen, we have been compliant, we have been civil, we have been respectful, but our children are starving. People are killing themselves because of this mask, trying to be aware, but they're only going to be so compliant for so long. You're going to have law-abiding citizens becoming revolutionaries very quickly because of this. People have to understand that what is happening right now is designed to really have people dig deep. It's, it's, it's really to have them do this gut check. You have people putting themselves deeper into the sand, acting like these things aren't going on, acting like they're not contributing to the, to the, to the gradual degradation of society. And that's okay. That's a part of that ignorance that you have to keep it bay. Because you'll be aware of these things at a deeper level, and you have to fight them. I think that's why I started with uh, my experience of my positive experience of going to the church, getting that deeper spiritual nourishment with people who understand the times versus people who were in a more physical, egoistic kind of place, a gym, you see, who were only looking out for themselves and looking at themselves in the mirror, a community of people versus a house of wolves. Does that make sense? And so that's where we're at right now. You've got the wolves pretending to be shepherds. But the problem is, is these wolves will eventually eat the sheep and people don't think about this. These people that are only looking out for themselves, they don't have your best interest at heart. We talk about this all the time. Voluntarily letting go of the foundational Christian principles of America. You know, I, I didn't, I, I tell you guys, like I came into this from the paranormal and the supernatural aspect. And I talk about, you know, being a Buddhist, being a Taoist, uh, being a Theosophist, um, (laughs) being a Unitarian and then finding my way back to Christianity because it kind of has this peace principle that has just given me so much wealth that I'm, 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 I'm beyond blessed and all I can do is share it and share what God has given to me. You know, I, I look at how fast things have happened and how fast things have changed and it, and it, and it tricks me out. Dude. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the same way that I have the Paranormal Perspective, I need to start collecting stories for it again, but the same way I have the Paranormal Perspective series, the Autonomous Society series, the Building the Matrix series, the Terraforming Earth series and stuff like that is the same way that we had to have an Occult World series documenting the rise of Satanism, the rise of the Satanic Temple, the rise of Luciferianism, uh, the the mutation that it's undergone to attract new members. I didn't start this thinking like, oh my God, I'm a Bible-thumping Christian. (laughs) I I, I became not a Bible-thumping Christian. I became this like pseudo-Christian person you see before you today because I'm seeing these things and it terrifies me to no end. And when I look at Bible I just see so much truth and so much understanding there that I see us just giving away our protection giving away our legacy giving away all that's been given to us because we don't understand we're brats (laughs) we're brats we're chumps we're spoiled people first-generation problems we don't understand appreciation gratuity wealth or anything hey Colt oh bro I'm glad that you're tuned in here, and I'm glad that you are uh, seeing me whenever I'm fired up on this stuff, man. This is this is how I pay my bills. Sorry, I've been busy, bro. Um, this is also this is also why I'm saying I'm sorry I haven't been in contact, man, because I feel so. When I talk about this stuff, man, I feel so, not necessarily angry because I love all of my homies and all the people that like, got me here. But it's just like, dude, people don't need to see me like this. People don't need to understand that the times are dire. Oh, brother, I'd love to. Oh. I need to stop talking to you, Colt, and I need to finish the show. I love you. That is, uh, that is my brother that I did parkour and mixed martial arts with out there in Seattle and you be safe brother, I'll talk to you soon, Um, you know, people have to understand the several years that it took to get to this point, brother stop, I'm trying to do a show and talk to the people right now Colton, I'm in the middle of something bro, people have to understand that the several years it took getting to this point, it comes from like I said doing the parkour, doing the mixed martial arts, doing the workout, doing the research into the paranormal, Looking into things like Project Stargate, Project Syndicate, Project Flame Project Sunstreak, the psychopotentiality of humanity, understanding like the Illuminati, looking in the in flat Earth, UFOs, and all this other crazy stuff, to only see that on a massive level we are being deceived, and a lot of this comes from the spiritual aspect. So when I talk about these various different series that we've, series that we've created, from the autonomous society to building the Matrix to the paranormal perspective to terraforming Earth to the occult world. It's because we're having the same level of analysis, trying to figure out a language to explain it to the people. People don't understand that these things are going on. The same way that we're beginning to go into the economy and and all the other stuff that's happening with that, people don't understand and what that means and how this is gonna affect them. So when we break this stuff down, we're right here on the forefront trying to understand what's happening to us and why we feel afflicted by all these things. But unfortunately, the timer just popped down and I think I got maybe halfway through some of these topics. Um, I want to talk about, on the other side with you guys, because we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be joined by our guests, going over questions and more. When we come back, I want to talk about the lack of authentic masculinity, creating a vacuum for toxic masculinity, um, how scary the leaders in China are, how to get people off of their keysters, fighting against the tyranny, how can we prepare where will we be safe And pushing people away from these sensor platforms? Uh, we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we're going to be talking about this and more on the other side. And I'm sorry if I yelled at you guys. There's just so much stuff going on that the energy levels are off the charts. And if people are, if people are dead, if people are bored, I don't know what to tell you. You might be tuned into the wrong thing. This might not be the show for you because we're doing work here. That, 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 is, that is setting the landscape for the future. But we're gonna take a quick break. And when we come back, we're gonna be joined by our guests, reading their responses, going over questions and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on my podcast page because they won't let me do it on my main page. And we'll be right back, right after this.
1: welcome back to my channel. I'm your host, Anna. Thank you so much for popping in and visiting me. This is going to be a haul for my prepping. These are what I consider my get it and forget it items, things that I'm going to be tucking away from my family in case of a SHTF or any other life um, emergency or event. So let me show you what I picked up. I did order two or three different orders from Patriot Supply. That's who I'm talking about here. As you can tell, look Patriot Supply right here. And they have some very good reviews. So I wanted to, to um, pick up some of their deals. They, they have a daily deal and they also have a blowout sale right now. So that's why I was picking things up because they have some amazing prices. So let me show you what I got. So in this particular order, I got two of the number 10 cans and this is the honey wheat bread mix. And they're three pounds, 10 ounces each. And they do have how many servings? 48 servings each. So I'll be tucking this away for my family. Then the next things that I picked up is I got some heirloom seeds. I did order some more. So like I said, I got like two two more orders coming my way. So this one is called the spooky pumpkin. And this is an heirloom seed, 100% heirloom. So um, these are part of the vegetable family. Then I got two of this kind. Two of that kind of the tomato and their are heirloom. And then one of this kind of tomato. She could tell us a different type of tomato right there. And it's organic. Let me show you what else I got. Then I did pick up some of these bald dissolvable labels. These were on clearance. I don't think that they're available anymore. I think they sold out. But it's supposed to, I think it's a 60 count, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 60 counts. I picked it up. Then they had the whole eggs on sale. So I picked up one package of the whole eggs and this has six um, packages in here. So it has uh, 144 servings. So that was a good deal. Then this one is the butter powder. I got two of it because here's the other box for the butter powder right here. And these are 192 servings. per box but it does have three individual containers in here you can see the serving size here and the amount of ounces per um, package that's inside then the last thing that I ordered over here is um, coffee creamer because they had it at a really good price you guys and um, this is 360 servings as you can tell right there and you get four packages in this box and um, I believe these have 10-year shelf life, 10-year shelf life. And I think these are all 10-year shelf life. Now, the majority of my August and Farm items are 25, 30-year shelf life. So these are a little bit shorter, but they're still great a stock-up item when you can get them on sale and on clearance like I have. So I hope I was able to share something new and different, and I hope you enjoyed it because as I'm chipping away at trying to keep my family from having any type of hardship, food-wise, and I'm gearing up towards my word of the year, which is home. And this is part of home. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming by to visit. again, I ordered all these items from Patriot Pantry. And so far, so good, you guys. The shipping was great. Thank you so much for coming by. And I will talk to you guys later. Bye.
0: Appreciate you should give me your uh, your compliments. We got the shades beginning to bring this in. Salutations, everybody. Yeah, I got called a white supremacist, man. I did. Real It's not fake news. I did get called a white
2: supremacist.
0: Mm-hmm. It was real. Yeah. Having uh, pro-America, free speech, second amendment rights, minimal government, veneration of the housewife, exalting the entrepreneur, and bringing back rugged individualism is considered a white supremacist values. Yeah, I'm a white supremacist now. So that happened. And uh, I don't know how to get that designation removed. Mm-hmm. And so I am now a black white supremacist. And I'm sure that'll have some weight, or some bearing to somebody somewhere. <laughs> again we have a beginning by shade bringing us in some soothing music for sure you know um, I have this game developing software it's, it's, it's pretty simple it's just RPG maker MZ and one of the one of the towns that I made um, I stylized it after what's going on with coronavirus. So you have like a a virus that's plaguing the town. Um, and part of your story is to help stop or part of your mission is to help stop that, uh, that virus. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put like an NPC non-player character that's just like running up to you, like throughout, like the entire game, as you're going about your business, shouting at you saying, where's your mask? And he's going to offer you a mask. Um, and unless you actually equip the mask, you know, he's going to keep trying to follow you and that's just me having like some some programming developer fun because you know these are these are real npcs only npcs would break the social contract uh stop somebody from what they're doing and try to confront them and with that being said thank you ladies and gentlemen for tuning into this edition of factions of freedom i'm your host noise Era freedom faction whichever one you prefer and i am now a white supremacist yep yeah. your host is a white supremacist uh, a white supremacist that loves women, has chicken, uh, loves nature, uh, hates 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 a lot of things. this cult. And yeah, you know, there's 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 a lot of things going on in the world, man. And I think a better way for me to go about this is last week I was talking to you guys using the symbology. Of being a tree of both experiences, like I was using an example, a metaphor, right, of being the tree and not being the bag. I was comparing the bag to people's beliefs these days being wishy washy. Oh, I'm over here in Michigan. Oh, I'm in Missouri now. I'm in Ohio, oh, Baltimore. Here we go. We're going to Brooklyn because they don't stand for anything. You want to be the tree, you want to be rooted. Understanding, that both, understanding both light and the dark, letting your, your, your branches reach out, experiencing different strands of the light, but at the same time, embracing that experience and then reaching into the dark, having your tendrils, having your roots go deep, but still being rooted in your foundation, experiencing both the light and the dark, but still being set in your ways, not being like the bag, with wishy-washy emotions and you don't want to do that. I said that last week. And when I went to church this past weekend I just thought it was crazy (laughs) because the pastor was talking about the parables of Jesus and how he compared the kinds of soil to the conditions of the heart and how the kinds of soil were and I, I should have taken better notes but there are four types of soil there was good soil meaning like where you plant the seed and what type of soil uh, depends on what type of plant will grow there was good soil right on soil already filled with plants having thorns meaning they would have to grow through this 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 obviously uh, fertile soil, soil but it would still have problems there's also on shaky ground right trying to put trying to grow something on rocks and rugged terrain, it's not gonna work that well. Uh, and on a path where people walk, a path that's very frequented, right? You got a lot of people going different ways, or a lot of people going down this this path, down this mass path, and it's not the right, I, I wouldn't say it's the right path. That's why they say don't trust the masses, because they, they don't know where, they, they, they follow asses type stuff. And so to try to make that comparative to you guys, it's the same thing, you wanna make sure that you're putting yourself in good soil. You wanna surround yourself with people that are doing things in alignment with where you're trying to go. You're not gonna go ask an alcoholic, hey, how's your family? <laughs> you get me? You're not gonna go ask some junkie, hey, how's your mother? Is she okay? Did you rob her? Yeah? Did she give you pork and beans too? You're such a good son. You wanna surround yourself with people that are in good soil you could go around soil that's already filled with plants right that's kind of somewhat of where we're at uh with our social media profile with some of the people that we've had on the show and the community that we have we're already in soil filled with plants having thorns for sure we're having a hard time growing but let me tell you whenever we're by ourselves it's that much more different you can also try to grow on shallow ground saying that i can only give out so much information that I can only be so real that I have to be wishy-washy, right? You can try that with your half measures. You can try that. Or you could also try walking the path that everybody else is walking. There is no truth. There is no God, right? Your God is dead. There is no, uh, there are no morals. There is no right or wrong, right? Isn't that what everybody's saying these days? Or you can surround yourself with people, with good soil. You can stop all the chatter, all the nonsense, and get yourself sorted out. Starting to sweat. Like I said, I came home straight from the workout and didn't didn't shower. I drank like maybe half a gallon of water and got up over here. I'm not fasting. I am poor, but I'm not fasting. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I gotta laugh at myself sometimes, you know, and, and the reason I wanted to come in talking about that because I'm labeled a white supremacist now is explaining how you're going to experience hardships and you're going to experience adversity in anything you do, but it's not happening to you. It's happening for you, right? It's happening for you. Happening. So you can allow for yourself to be more refined in your understanding, not only in your own beliefs, but in the world and the reality that we do collectively live in. So again, I think to just kind of summarize the analogy that I had last week of being the tree, both rooted in darkness and reaching out to the light and then connecting the fact that we need to be in the type of soil and the conditions of the heart. Like, I think I messed that up. I think I was trying to connect like the the, I was trying to connect the wrong thing, but it was the conditions of the heart. The minute that people saw me, or the minute that I began to just kind of give myself over to whatever this is, this, this, this force that's working through me, whatever happens when I just open my mouth and all the stuff just comes out, the minute that I began to make myself more open to this is the minute that I began to experience such joy, such bliss, such true adversity that I look back at some of the stuff I used to do and it was a waste of time because it was leading me towards a path of self-development and self-growth, reaching towards a higher power, and being aware that I did not have it in my capabilities at that time and that I had to give it up and give it to something else to get what was required of me. I know that might not make sense, all oh, esoteric and woo-woo-woo, but that's what I'm trying to get across to you guys. There's a lot of things that go into living these days and unfortunately I feel like a lot of people are existing um, and that's why they're not turned on but they will be. I'll say this and I'll start getting into topics and hopefully people will join us but um, when I was at the gym the other day, first time in two months, it'll be the last time in the next two months and um, it was honestly like cathartic and relaxing to hear people talk about, other, to hear other people talk about vaccines, to hear other people talk about Bill Gates, to hear other people talk about the protests, the riots, the destabilization, right? The economy, how this is affecting things, how they're tired of being scared, how they're tired of going along with this, how they want to fight back. They just don't know how. They just don't. We don't know how. You can't blame us. We are like a generate. I'm a party boy turned into this. This, this person you see before you today, this half nerd trying to leave this ideological revolution to expose all this stuff. We don't know how to fight back. First, it's gotta start with ideas. Then we can build from there. One of the questions somebody asked me is, you know, how can we, how to get people off of their keisters? They said the real word, but I put keisters to be safe. How to get people off of their keisters? How to fight back against this, this tyranny and these control freaks? And the only thing I can think to say is creativity Conformity is what they want. Creativity is the only thing that's gonna fight this. You want an example? I told my girlfriend about me going to the gym and how I basically caused like a social revolution in the gym and I told myself I'm not gonna go back because they'll get my ass arrested. And she said, well, you need to stop that because I need you here. I'm sure we can find a, a, a couple of open air gyms now that won't arrest you for wanting to engage in common sense. It's that creativity, not conformity, that's going to fight this. Not trying to get into, not duking it out with people about all this nonsense, but creating effective alternatives. That's what I told that, uh, that dude that snitched on me. He's like, oh, am I going to see you here tomorrow? I was like, this is why you haven't seen me. <laughs> this is why you haven't seen me in the past few months, because I'm not going to do the chicken dance. This is why you're not going to see me for a while, because I'm going to go find an appropriate alternative. I'm not going to sit up over here and show out like people expect. I'm going to go find an appropriate alternative. People need to create those alternatives. We need to create those open air gyms. We need to create those places that afford that option of freedom and individuality, not something that caters to that that that, that conformity. You get me? And I know that sounds it sounds stupid. It sounds simple, but that's how it starts. Resistance is is. Resistance is a tricky thing. You know, you look at what's going on with Antifa and all these protests and what they've been doing for basically like, what is it, like 70 to 90 days now? Momentum and resistance is a very interesting thing. The reason they're able to basically burn down these buildings, call for the defunding of police, act like terrorists, uh, engaging in, like, I was I was, tan- I was saying this the other day, how Black Lives Matter is borderline an incantation for like destruction these days. You're emboldening these people by allowing this lawlessness to take place. And when you're not holding them accountable, when you're not having a sense of law and order, it's gonna escalate. And that's where we're at right now. So, resistance and momentum is an interesting thing we don't have momentum. We've been put into a war footing, into a defensive stance. We're not on the offensive. We're having to say, yeah, I would like a wife and two kids. Is that strange? Is this a, is, does this this offend people? No, I don't want the government to pay me. Is this radical? This is how far down the rat hole we've gotten to where people think that simply standing up for yourself not falling for all the easiest agendas, not going along with whatever social trend pops up tomorrow, is crazy. What are your thoughts on Trump versus Biden? The first question is, what are my thoughts on Biden? That the man is delusional, and that uh, I wouldn't vote for a man with dementia? No. No. Twin Mommy Double DeFun says we have to mobilize and start something in different areas. We need a private platform to talk freely. Off of Instagram. We can't do it alone and we have to have people set up perimeters. You know, uh, what what I messed up on is using this particular opportunity to talk about the debuting of our web app, and that's exactly what's going on right now. They've been deleting the past two episodes on YouTube of the podcast episodes probably because we said something we shouldn't have or posted up information that was censored and fact-checked. We need to create platforms where we can have these type of of conversations. Um, I asked earlier in the week, how long do you guys think I have? We're coming up on 300,000 followers and that's gonna be a red flag to somebody that doesn't want these type of conversations occurring. And so we're gonna have to gradually begin to migrate off of these centralized platforms in order to continue the momentum that we do have. Yeah, it won't be 300,000 strong, but do we need 300,000 people? Do we need this many people to create change? One veteran, like I said last last segment, one veteran when did one session, two minutes, three minutes tops, went viral. We don't need 300,000 people. Like I was talking beforehand on the path where, most, where, where people walk, we don't need the path most traveled. We need the path less traveled. We need something that people haven't seen before. So yes, get the momentum to fight the daily battles and to explain this movement and how it's it's, it's, it's forcing people to be given over to a spirit of delusion. But at the same time, how do we find that pinpoint needle in a thread like a, a event that sends that message worldwide or nationwide? How do we create that rallying call? You see, because again, we were talking about this in the previous segment, how people have been de- de- disenfranchised from their power, how they've been broken down, how they're beginning to encourage the destabilization and the, and the delusional thinking because they don't see wholesomeness, they don't see righteousness, they don't see something fighting back. They're thinking that the chaos is okay because they don't see anything fighting against it. They see, uh, you <laughs> I don't know if I have the clip here, let me see if I can try to do this mid-show but uh, we'll go over it this week on the podcast. But there is a reporter that tried to gaslight and bait Trump when he talked about uh, fighting pedophiles and arresting child sex traffickers. And she and he's like, is that a bad thing? Is it a bad thing that we're just like exposing Satanists within the government and, 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 and child sex traffickers? Like, How is that a bad thing? But this is what I mean by the inversion of logic and how far down the rat hole we are. So uh, let's see if I can get this up for you guys. Give me a second. little on-air editing. So uh, here is Donald Trump being basically interrogated by a protester or by by a a journalist when confronted about QAnon, child sex trafficking, pedogate satanists, and more.
2: During the pandemic, uh, the QAnon movement has been, appears
1: to be gaining a lot of followers. Can you talk about what you think about that and what you have to say to people who are following this movement
2: right now? Well, I don't know much about the movement other than I understand they like me very much, uh, which I appreciate. But I don't know much about the movement. Uh, I have heard that it is gaining in popularity and from what I hear is these are people that when they watch the streets of Portland, when they watch what happened in New York City in just the last six or seven months, but this was starting even four years ago when I came here, almost four years. Can you believe it? Uh, These are people that don't like seeing what's going on in places like Portland and places like Chicago and New York and other cities and states. And, uh, I've heard these are people that love our country and they just don't like seeing it. So I don't know really anything about it other than they do supposedly like me and They also would like to see problems in these areas, like especially the areas that we're talking about, go away. Because there's no reason the Democrats can't run a city. And if they can't, we will send in all of the federal... Whether it's troops or law enforcement, whatever they'd like, we'll send them in. We'll straighten out their problem in 24 hours or less. Okay.
1: Well, the, a, less. at the cost of the theory it is this belief that you are secretly saving the world from this satanic cult of pedophiles
2: and cannibals. Does that sound like something you are behind? Well, or- I haven't. I haven't heard that, but. Uh, Is that supposed to be a bad thing or a good thing? If uh, if I can help save the world from problems, I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to put myself out there. Is that a bad thing? And we are saving the world from a radical left philosophy that will destroy this country. And when this country is gone, the rest of the world would follow. The rest of the world would follow. That's the importance of this country. And when you look at... Some of the things that these people are saying with, uh, defund the police and no borders, open borders. Everybody just pour right into our country. The pandemic.
0: Somebody's got to pay for all that. You know, very, very true though. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely not one that's for all authoritarian actions and the deployment of troops and any of this type of stuff. But again, and I said this before we're even reaching this flash point. That the lawlessness that we're seeing nationwide is going to summon this authoritarian action. Like, I think that's the problem. Is we're going to we're going to see more of this type of destabilization take place. Like more, the fact that again, the fact that you can't talk about pedophilia coming out into the open, child sex trafficking being open and declared, like that's a bad thing, and now being openized is like a good thing. Like, that's that's the problem. You see, is that you have journalists and activists trying to manipulate certain sentences and certain wordplay to make it seem like it's a bad thing for basically engaging in common sense. Do you want pedophiles and child, and child sex traffickers to have access to your kids? Is it, like he said, is that a bad thing for bringing this up and for saving a couple people? I would hope not. I would definitely hope not. Uh, you know, there's, there's so many different things. That I could get into from here that I think the best thing to do is to stop taking up more of your guys' time and get uh get people in here because this is this is this is all uh let's go ahead and get you on the plants are thriving or the plants are surviving you're gonna you're gonna be joining us again not on a declared date but to talk about gang stalking and more um And to touch on again what Donald Trump was saying in the previous uh, video that I played for you guys, a couple weeks ago or almost a month month or so ago, whenever I started doing hardcore research into communism, Marxism, socialism, fascism, all these isms, schisms, uh, and all this other nonsense, I stumbled upon the work of G. Edward Griffin. And good Lord, were it not for him, we would not have the leg up that we have on the communists and all the other stuff that they're doing the subversive tactics that they're using, the infiltration of the government, uh, the weaponization of technology, right? The, 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 the coercive and manipulative actions that they're taking with the federal government, with local, with local government, law enforcement, and more. And I think that's why we're, all, why we're all so confused because these institutions were put here to protect us, but now that they've been taken over and, and effectively weaponized, against us, we can feel the criminalization taking place we can feel how we've somehow become a part of the problem because of that shift in power. Uh, And if anything, that's a good thing that it's beginning to get out here in the open because it can get exercised and removed. Uh, But um, yeah, another day we'll go live. Uh, We'll go live. Yeah. I definitely want you to join us for a specific segment where we talk about uh, gang stalking and you can share your experience and let the people uh, become more aware of your situation, uh, the plants are thriving because it is something I do want people to get a, to, to, to be aware of. Uh, but let's go ahead and get Migs on. Miguel, join us Ugh. in due time, my friend. MiGs, join us. This happened last week, too. I understand. If people uh, if people just open me up and then put me on their devices and just let me rant, I understand. Greetings.
3: Hey. What How up? Yeah. How are you, bro? I'm great. Just here, chilling with the fam. Good, bro. You're on the right side of the ground. So talk to. How's you. everything? How are things? Everything's good. Um just taking the time to like relax a bit. I mean you can tell my hair is not that done, but You're all good. Yeah, You're all good. Yeah, my, good. Um, the mop top over here.
0: How are your how are yeah, your siblings? How's their how's their education
3: going? Uh, it's going well. Um, so right now they're starting school online. Um I don't let my sister use her tablet until she finishes her homework. So, I mean, I'm setting boundaries for the amount of technology she uses. Good, good. So that's good. I was talking to my yeah. neighbor the other day, and she was saying how, um, how the kids,
0: they get like a they get a lunch and then a recess. And then when they come back from the, either one of them, it's like trying to sit down like a kid that's got ADD that's like impossible. And then on top of that, you also got the school networks that are, like, having hiccups to where the kids can't even join. Have have your siblings experienced anything like
1: that?
3: Yeah, it's almost every other day where there is a lot of glitches trying to, like, um, what do you call it, control the video chat. Sometimes there's, like, a lot of noise because, I mean, it's, like, five-year-olds, and all they want to do is, like, just talk and play, and it gets hectic. It gets hectic, man.
0: Well, I'm like, how, I mean, sometimes you'll see chat. Uh, people will say the craziest stuff. You got people over here doing all kinds of stuff. How are you going to try and govern a classroom for,
3: for six right. seven
0: hours?
3: Yeah, they can't physically be there. And I think that's what's important, you know? And they're losing social skills, too. That's, that's another thing,
0: bro. On top of them having hiccups with like, the infrastructure and the network, there's that social aspect that school gives these kids that they're missing.
3: Yeah, it's, really, it's going to be difficult once they grow. Uh, who knows how long this is going to go for. Um, it's going to be hard for them to adjust going back to school, you know, if that ever happens. Like right now, our county... They say that we're off the watch list, so they could do um, hybrid learning. So like, go to school like two days, and then the rest is gonna be like online. But yeah, it's gonna be slow. I mean, it'll be good, but it all depends on like how easy it is for them. How do your How do your parents feel about
0: sending you, sending your sister, your brother, your, your siblings back to school with all this going on?
3: Uh, they don't agree with it. Um, my little brother he has asthma, so they're more concerned about him and his um his safety. You know, with the coronavirus being like a respiratory type disease. Well, I'm I'm asking all the questions, bro. Uh, what do you want to let the audience? Have? Um. Well, first and foremost, I mean, we shouldn't. What do you call it? We shouldn't um, seek approval from other people. Um, Sometimes it's hard going against the current. But as far as the way you do things, um, it all has to do with morality and what um, God has taught us in the world. Um, Like you said, like in the previous um, live, how like... The devil is like the master of like... Deception. 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 Yeah, deception and everything. And we just must... We have to stay true to God and to what he taught us, which is um helping your family out as much as possible. You know, be there as a uh, role model and um, a good figure. And um yeah, I mean, God's the answer. And so is Jesus Christ. This is something we, I,
0: I want to say this before I let you go. This is definitely something we talked about on, the, on on exclusive members. Did you ever go out and go do the street preaching?
3: Um, not yet. I feel like I have to be more grounded in the word with um, the verses you mentioned about um, the good soil and everything. Um, but eventually I will, you know, I'm starting to do it um online. Good. Like with social media and stuff. Posting, like, scriptures, opening up discussions. Because, I mean, talking to people, um, it can be overwhelming, you know, like having a group, uh, like, a lot of people come at you at once. And, like, I just pray for clarity, you know. That's all we can do, bro, especially these days. Yeah, man. Well, what, well what do you want to leave the audience with, or then, I'll go, then I'll let you go. Yeah, I just want to say, um... Um, To read the word of God, read the Bible as much as possible. We can learn a lot from it. It has a lot of stories and they all can reflect um, as to how we're supposed to act today. Like everything in the Bible is meant for us and it's all true. And yeah, man, I mean, Jesus loves you. God loves everyone. He wants us to be saved and not be deceived. Amen. Amen. Yeah, all I can say is amen, can say amen, brother. Be safe, yeah, be safe out there. Yeah, likewise. Take I'll, care. I'll see, I'll see you Friday.
0: There he goes. There, go. there, goes, Nick. there goes Nick. Yeah, um, I call the Bible a trans-temporal device because I'm strange like that. It's like a meta-narrative that's able to, inside and outside of time, predict like what's going on. That's why like it trips me out because it's like all right there. And I was saying this the other day that, you know, as as, as and I said this before too, as evil evolves, righteousness must rise to quell it, but that's just saying it, experiencing it as something different. But as the world gets more and more chaotic, I begin to look at the Bible in like a completely different way. I like let it engulf me, like in its in its mysticism and just speak to me and well i tell you there's some stuff that i just get from it that i'm i just wonder like where people get their deeper spiritual nourishment from and i, I guess i just wonder uh, why that's not there man because there is so much knowledge and so much so much wisdom and so much history that it's just like how are we how are we this ignorant you're all good bro i, I appreciate you joining mix um this is why we do these types of shows, bro. I appreciate you joining. Uh, <laughs> I understand. Let's go ahead and get uh, Kalinda. Kalinda Cosmic Butterfly, huh? Joining us. Oh, okay. Maybe. Kalinda.
4: Yeah. Oh,
1: it's me! Hey! Oh, hey. <laughs> oh how, how great! I'm good! <laughs> oh my god. You I, I will be back.
0: Okay. Okay. We'll be here hopefully. Be safe. Nope. Oh. Sometimes hiccups do happen. Uh, sometimes hiccups do happen. And last time we had Kalinda on, she talked about reaching out to the inner child and killing each other for intimacy. And I thought that was such a powerful statement for where we were at, going back in the lockdowns, really looking at the anti-human mind, why people are kind of like this. I mean, if anything, it kind of ties into, again, you know, what we're talking about, that, that lack of that spiritual component, that denial of of the of the spirit of the soul, Um, and recognizing that everybody kind of has this same divinity and has the same level of humanity like within them, but because we're engaging in dehumanizing behavior, our language is becoming divisive. You know, we're becoming so polarized. We're becoming. We're becoming. We're becoming violent in our basic need for human human intimacy so it, it it was a very very powerful message uh and i echoed it again on the on the next episode so i'm i'm, I'm sad by the fact that she can't join us let's go ahead and get our uh, our next guest on transcendent join us let know uh, prior to our break you had a powerful message hello hello transcendent consciousness how are you
4: hey i'm good oh my god i am so happy that we were finally able to connect
0: Oh, thank you sorry (laughs) sorry i've been missing your messages
4: no no it's fine it's fine it's so funny because i was like oh my god let me go ahead and request to come back on because you were touching on intimacy and that is so incredibly powerful you know one of my things that I tell my clients, because I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but I'm a psychotherapist. Um, I'm in the process of becoming a psychologist. I'm in my dissertation phase with my doctoral studies. And so that's the track I've been on. Um, one of the things that I stress with my clients is that you really need to get to know self before you can even attempt to get to know anyone else. Yes. And, Another thing is that things don't happen to you, they happen for you. So you have to really reframe the events in your life that have occurred, that have brought you to this current place and time. Um, The last time that I was up with you, I mentioned that, you know, we really are more powerful than what we perceive ourselves to be. Yes, ma'am. And so we have to understand that we co-created this reality, whether or not we want to realize that we co-created this reality. And if we take back that stance where things don't happen to us, they happen for us, then you'll understand that this time was such a powerful time for you to connect with self. There are so many changes that are happening in the world, in the universe, in the multiverse. And this had to occur so that you can connect back to your you know, your, your true sovereignty, your individual godhood.
0: Can I, can I interject real, real quick there? Because you're, you're, you're totally on point. I was having, Absolutely. This, thought, I was having this thought, like, whenever, whenever the whole gym thing went down, because I was still working out, I was still hitting the foothills, I was still doing all my stuff, and, I, and yeah. I, I slacked. I thought, okay, well, maybe it's over now. I can go to the gym and things will be cool. That was me deceiving myself. That was me trying to basically give over that sovereignty to somebody else, I wanted to have an egoistic moment and say, hey, maybe, you know, they'll cater to me. No, that's being selfish. What you need to do is you need to go back into the woods, you need to go back to the river, you need to go back to the mountains and you need to be regimented and you need to get disciplined with yourself instead of trying to show up for everybody and look at yourself in the mirror.
4: Exactly, you're you're
0: entirely correct. This was a, a, a monumental moment for everybody to either A, get closer to themselves or be further in their disassociative behavior. So I agree entirely. Please continue.
4: Exactly, exactly. And the thing is, you know, you touched on we're yearning for that intimacy. And everything that they've done is very systematic. For instance, the whole six feet apart. That is because your orc field naturally extends six feet out. Yes, ma'am. That's
0: exactly what if that is you
4: exactly don't, what I said. Exactly. If you don't do the work, you are naturally a God being. And so your energy naturally extends that far out. And so they're trying to keep us from even being able to feel each other or feel because that's how we really co-create with each other.
0: Yes.
4: Okay. But um, you touched on intimacy and that was so incredibly powerful because. Um, how do I say this? The fact that you're seeing so many people so. Um, so upset by what's going on with the social distancing. And believe me, I get it. I get it. But it's because we have not ever been in a space where we have had to be content with sitting within and with ourselves. We've always had these distractions. We've always had these events that we can go to, these social events that we can go to. You know, we've had these distractions to keep us From getting intimate with self. And if you can't get intimate with self, how can you be intimate with another? Something I always tell my clients, especially when I'm um, dealing with couples and they're having issues with the other person not making them happy. How can somebody else make you happy when you don't even know what makes you happy? When you don't know the difference between joy and happiness? Happiness is something that is conditional, it is contingent upon something joy is a state of being that you have within yourself and when you are joyous you can find happiness in any situation and then you're not looking to another to go ahead and 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 bring about that sense of of contentment for you
0: just to just to interject would you say that that would you say that that hole that people are trying to fill would you say that that's a symptom of materialism, of consumerism, or capitalism? Would you say that this whole, that we're basically talking about, this 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 lack of understanding of self, would you say that that comes from the system that we're living in?
4: Absolutely. I would say that it contributes to it, but really it, it's trying to fulfill one of the basic needs, you know? Um, And that really comes from not recognizing that all you need is already within you. You come into this existence, into this incarnation already, you know, equipped with everything that you're going to need to travel your journey. And you become so disillusioned by the outside distractions, by the external stimuli around you that you believe that your joy is contingent upon these other things and what you're chasing after is happiness because you don't have that sense of joy and contentment within yourself and you don't truly know who you are if people truly knew who they were they would be able to transcend all of this they would realize that hey i am not you know of this world i'm in this world but i'm not of it and i don't have to operate within the matrix that they have others operating on. I don't even have to participate in this timeline. I can go ahead and co-create another timeline. I can go ahead and be a part of another timeline. I can find other individuals who are like-minded and like-spirited and go ahead and co-create with them. And that's what they're really afraid of. So many people are waking up to their true power and they're afraid that once we really converge and once we really say enough is enough and we really start to take our power back and really start to dismantle their chaos and bring heaven on earth so to say everything is a wrap for them something i always say is the war is already won what we're seeing are their last ditch efforts and their little battles but the war is already won and that's why they're fighting so damn hard Pardon my French, but that's why they're fighting so hard, you know, because they know that their time is up, their contract
0: is up. And I think that's what I'm trying to say whenever I say, like, we have to let these people go, like, the, yep. like, you're right, like, the battle's already won, we're just seeing their last effort throws, they're trying to, it, it, it's like when you're, I hate to sound like a bad landlord or something like that, but it's like <laughs> they're trying to, it's like when you're trying to evict like a junkie or something and they're like, no, I got the crack pipe in the back bathroom and they're kicking and screaming, trying to stay in there. And you're like, no, yep. you're getting out because we've got yep. to rip up the carpet. We've got to retile everything. We've got to paint exactly. all kinds of stuff. We've got to do the work and undo everything that you've done. I agree exactly. with Exactly. So
4: exactly. Exactly. And what people don't understand is not everybody is meant to transcend this reality. Now, everybody is meant to get to that next level. You get what I'm saying? Some people, their sole purpose, and it's hard to say because I believe that, you know, humans are ever, you know, dynamic, ever evolving. But some people, their sole purpose is really to bring chaos, is really to bring this contention. And if that's what their sole purpose is, No matter what you do, no matter how hard you pray for them, pray over them, you know, intend blessings upon them, that's what their soul came into this incarnation to do. And that's why when I see all these protests and things, I'm like, do you guys really understand what you're doing? I understand that you are having the positive intention and you're really wanting to bring about change. But what you're doing is protesting against this soul's free will because everybody whether or not you realize it, everybody who incarnates has a soul's purpose, their soul's journey, their own subjective journey to assist them in not only evolving, but elevating back to the God source. We know our path. We have the opportunity to make tweaks here and there, but we know our path. Our higher self has set up this path so that we can eventually get back to the God source. And so if something happened to that soul during his or her you know, um, incarnation that we may view as unjust, we have to realize that that was that soul's free will. And not even God, not even the God source intervenes in our free will. So what you're doing is, by participating in these, you know, distractions with these protests and things like that, you're actually protesting against that soul's free will.
0: Well, that's why I say some of these protests are traps, is because they're, exactly. not, they're not designed they're for just the actual Yes, They're just Yes, they're distractions.
4: They're just- they're just distractions. And the only thing that we really need to do, and I know this is going to sound so simple and people are going to be like, well, are you serious? The only thing you really need to do in order to ensure that you are more than okay, you're, you're not only surviving, you're thriving during this time, is just care about how you feel. Yes. Because if you are in a state of feeling joy, like we were discussing, you're in alignment with your God source. And your higher self, your God source, is never going to lead you wrong.
0: You know, I was uh, I, uh, last week, I, uh, I wrote uh, an intro for our podcast episode, and I chose decadence as the intro topic. And I said, mm. decadence, it flourishes in boredom. You know, in Instagram, with a society focused on instant gratification and materialism, over, overnight shipping, we're losing the understanding of stillness. Somebody in the chat just said, meditation. What is prayer, right? stillness, we were just talking about how the path of destruction that a lot of these people are on, we have to either pray for them or get out of their way and let them reach their destination because that's not for us. We're not going towards that distraction. The battle's already been won. You can find that understanding, you can get that discernment, you can have that wisdom, but being in stillness, taking that time to actually hear the deeper message, trying to understand, again, your purpose. Uh, I remember whenever I had on Rizza Islam, a couple like almost two years ago dude and our, both of us talking about the pur- about purpose driven work about how that's where people are lost they're not tapping into themselves they're not asking those deeper questions they're not trying to understand god's purpose for them here they're just going about it they're getting engaged with the distractions thinking that thinking that that's how they'll win their stripes that's how they'll become the man that's how they'll leave their mark here is by engaging in these distractions that's not the case It's not even about leaving a mark. It's about understanding why you were born and finding that purpose and sitting well with it. And again, getting back to just the original statement, it's finding that stillness. And that's where prayer comes in and that's where meditation comes in, is diving inside of self to understand uh, how we're supposed to live outside of here. So I agree wholeheartedly.
4: Exactly. And I love that you said that about the stillness because Prayer is when we're speaking to God, but the meditation part is when God is speaking back to us.
0: we're
1: listening.
4: Exactly. And if you're not able to be still, if you're not able to be intimate with self, because really when you pray, you're praying to your higher self, which is you're praying to you. You're praying to your higher self, which can see the the, um, bird's eye view, the eagle's eye view of your path. And you're asking for guidance. But if you don't know how to sit with self, if you're not intimate with yourself enough to know that it's your higher self that you're interceding to on your own behalf during this journey, how are you going to get your answers? How are, you can't get your answers. If you are not still, you can't find your answers. And that is exactly why they have fed us. They've been doing th- this has been so incredibly systematic.
0: And <laughs> sophisticated.
4: Yes, yes. And it's all been to draw us away from ourselves.
0: Correct.
4: All been to draw us away from ourselves for this time period, for again, this specific time.
0: To even use, like, the symbology of the mask, you know, the fact that we're having to uh, – ma- masks are usually what criminals wear or what, like, somebody Ooh. going to a masquerade wears or Halloween. If you wear a mask to cover your identity, to say that I am no longer myself, the exactly. of even putting on the mask strangling yourself saying that your speech has no purpose anymore people can't see that the fact yeah. that they're engaging in dissociative behavior that they're being absorbed into a collective that doesn't value their individuality but if anything chastises it yes That's what's so dangerous about that is that people can't they, they, they don't see that and if anything they're encouraging for other people to hey Forget yourself. Disassociate with us. Join us because we don't want to think. Join the collective. And that's what's so dangerous. You have a lot of people who are underneath a spiritual delusion. Yes. Trying to trying to sway others to give away their sovereignty, to give away their consciousness. And that's why this is so ultimately dangerous.
4: Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, half of those people, again, are are, you know, here just to do that. And they're here just to serve as those distractions.
0: And they're well-meaning too. I think that's, that's sometimes where I have a problem is because a lot of these people are well-meaning. We're, we're well-meaning even when we're saying this, but it's yeah. like, how do, you, how do you quell this, essentially this threat? When you have people who don't understand that through some type of spiritual alchemy, they've turned you into the villain and all you're doing is trying to protect yourself. How yeah. did self-defense get reframed as an act of terrorism? That's the delusion mm. that we're under. That's the deception exactly. that we're having to fight against.
4: Exactly. And, you know, I, I heard somewhere a very long time ago, in order to get to the truth, you have to unlearn everything that they taught you. Yes. Because what's right is wrong and what's wrong is right. And so this is where discernment really comes through because I, I always say, you know, Growing up in in school and things like that, I've always been a really good student. And people would ask me, well, you know, my real name is Bianca. So they'll ask me, Bianca, how did you know that? And I'm like, I don't know. And it wasn't until, exactly. It wasn't until I got older that I I was like, wait a minute. Nobody is really intelligent. It's just their ability (laughs) to discern. No, seriously, seriously. You know, it's just their ability to discern what they are being, what downloads they're receiving. It's their ability to be wise. It's their ability to discern. Nobody's really intelligent. We all get it from the God source. So, you know, I forgot why I brought this up, but um, it's, it's really your ability to discern really look beyond what they are giving you and discern and lean on your own intuition, lean on your own understanding. And another thing is, you know, what I may find truth in, you might not find truth in because our subjective journeys are different. Our ultimate journey is to get back to the objective truth which is the god source but how we go yes. about it is different and so i may hear something and be able to discern it and integrate it within my psyche because it serves for my subjective journey but that may be different for you and so we need to rely on our own intuition we need to go ahead and really learn how to think and discern for ourselves
0: yes we need a we need a spiritual solution Instead of, we need a spiritual solution for this political problem. People are thinking that by adding more laws, you can eventually uh, regulate morality. By adding more taxes, you can eventually uh, make us rich. We don't need more political solutions to this deep spiritual problem. People are not well. So if we attack the source, all of the solutions will come out from there. And I think exactly.: like that's, that's somewhat what we're talking about. Uh, exactly. Monica, uh, I, I got to start closing stuff out. What did you want to leave the audience with before I let you go?
4: Um, I think my message is going to be the same as it was when I first came up. Just get your spiritual hygiene up. Get your spiritual hygiene up. You know, connect back to self. Connect back to self. Stop relying on these, uh, you know, distractions to disillusion you and keep you separated from self because the only way that you're going to survive and thrive in this time is by reconnecting back to who you really are. Amen. Amen.
0: I gotta tell you, be safe out there. Uh, and Thank hopefully you. You'll join us next week.
4: You too. Of course. Of course. Thank you so much.
0: I'm glad you finally came on.
4: <laughs> Me too. I'm so happy. Thank okay. you. Thank you. blessings <laughs>
0: All right. <laughs> there she goes. Transcendent consciousness. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. So many different things are going to go to, on to speak on. Uh, People say I have the ADD, right? That I got, what is it, attention deficit disorder? I say that it's ADD, active distraction disease, right? Where people are actively looking to get distracted. The reason why I say Freedom Faction noise era is because the the, the, the tagline for noise era is tune into the signal. Figure out where you're going. Understand that there's a lot of chatter that we are living in a noisy era. that you have to tune into the signal you've got to learn that frequency you've got to get your mind tuned to what's going on and it's not going to be easy (laughs) it's going to be hard and it's going to be I, i can't if you're crazy like me it'll be fun you'll embrace it and you'll learn different parts of yourself along the way that encourage not only yourself to keep going to see what the eventual destination of it is but to also inspire others so yes yes get to know yourself that's what this time frame was about. Picking up different hobbies, learning new skills, trying different things, the socioeconomic reformation, the paradigm shift and more. People have to understand that as, as, as Bianca said, as Trans- Transcended Consciousness said, all of these things are happening not for us, but to us. And we were born for a time like this. We're having these conversations, not so we can sit up over here around the campfire, the digital campfire and keep trading tales over chaos and lawlessness, but we were born for this time to do something about it. We have to understand the battle. We have to understand the mission detail before we accept that commission and go. And that's where we're at right now. We're understanding how much work has to get done and what's required of everybody as we pursue that. It's not gonna be easy, but i tell you what, it'll be rewarded. I saw somebody, I'll say this and I'll start closing out. But I saw somebody saying every 80 years is whenever we start to go into these hard cycles, right? And this is a thing we keep talking about, unfortunately, more and more so often, how good men create hard times. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. And good times, unfortunately, create weak men. We're, we've, we've had it pretty good for a decent while. Every, like, 80 years is, like, when this cycle happens. And, unfortunately, the largesse, the grandiose, the, 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 the abundance and the blessings that we've had, they're going away. And unless we're stepping up to the plate to fight for them, going into those, those hard times, becoming the strong people, we're going to fall. And that's what this is. So, yeah, get to know yourself. And get to know the times. And get to know more in doing so. There truly is knowledge. There, there truly is power in knowledge. So, yes, uh, thank you guys for joining us. I wish we had more people join us. And at the same time, I'm sorry I took up so much of your time continuing on additional topics uh but we will be uh, we will be back here again with you guys lord willing coronavirus free next week next tuesday uh at the same time on the same page factions of freedom we're unable to go live over on our primary page because well they don't want us to talk and that's okay i prefer smaller crowds and more concise information where we can discuss these things uh but yeah to begin closing things out for you guys If you want to support this operation, you can do so by joining our Patreon.com forward slash Freedom Faction exclusive membership program. In doing so, you help the development of the web app so we can have these kind of conversations and not be censored. Wow, what a crazy concept. What a crazy concept that we would want to save our information and not be deleted off the Internet. Wow. And when you join exclusive members, you guys help secure that. Um, And as we as we grow the web app, I'll. If we have enough traffic on it, I'll eventually get to a point to where I put it onto the the Apple and Google Play web store to where you guys can download it. Uh, But for now, we're just trying to get people over there to begin migrating people off. Uh, So yeah, if you guys want to support us, join our patreon.com forward slash Freedom Faction exclusive member page. And yeah, that's all I really have. Um, (laughs) Don't don't it's not a bad thing to be principled. The timer just t- popped down. Oh, hey, Kai. Oh, you oh Kai, you missed. Oh my God. All of my friends are joining. Oh my gosh. Now I'm all Twitter-pated. Oh my God, I love you too, Kai. Tell your sister I say, hey. Um, gosh, this happens every time. I'm gonna go ahead and cut down. The timer popped down. It says I got about a minute and 30-something seconds left. This is why we do this. Uh, Not only so you guys can see the amount of work that we're doing, the type of work that's required, why we have to keep moving forward. And at the same time, you know, why being principled is like not a bad thing. Why going through this process of both success, both failure and successes is necessary. How you have to seek adversity and truth, how you have to understand these things that are going on. Uh, So yes, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. I wanna thank uh, Miguel, I wanna thank Kalinda, I also want to thank uh, Bianca for joining us, sp- spitting their truth, and sharing this message with you guys. If you guys have any questions, you can email me. I'll put that in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant, expose lies, and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction, out.